All titles come in PDF format, and they're available for immediate download. The site is SSL secured, and all purchases are guaranteed through PayPal, so you can shop with total confidence. Just visit John, that's J-O-N, rosepublishing.com and start browsing. That's www.johnrosepublishing.com. There's a new little book on the market that's helping women feel just a little more like they've got it together. It's called MILF 101. That's M-Y-L-F. Make your life fabulous. The author, Sophie Venable, is a psychologist, life coach, and mom who teaches you in one quick read how to carve out time for yourself and give your life more balance. Readers are calling it sincere, soulful, and witty laugh-out-loud direct approach to making your life happy and meaningful. Available now on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. MYLF 101. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. Learning, learning, hear all about it. Now available for kids 9 to 14 years old. Learn business. With YMBAgroup.com, YMBA Workbooks are the first to offer one-of-a-kind business workbooks as students practice math, reading, and comprehension. YMBA Workbooks are a must-do for students in grades 4 through 8. Hands-on practice of real-life skills, perfect for road trips, group projects, or a summer bridge workbook. Why wait? Learn today, YMBAgroup.com. Amen. Feeling like greatness right now, you know? You ever just have one of those days where you just wake up and everything just goes your way for some reason and you just like, yo, you feeling, you just feeling like, man, you just feeling more awesome. <laughs> yeah. Woke up this morning, saw the sun shining, had a good long sleep, so I was feeling all mighty. On top of that, had a stack of pancakes on my plate, side of toast, home fried eggs, and bacon for the train. So of course, we're feeling so marvelous. Like you took the good breakfast, look gorgeous. Got the relaxed, chill, bathing water, riches. How I felt inside, my life felt fixed up. No drama after eating that good meal. Just showering, I bump my music loud as hell. And no one seems to complain for once. Had the peace to do my heart, not restrain for much. So I'm scared at this point, it's marvelous. It's usually followed by just BS. So I said to myself, let's just enjoy this. Have a drink, sit back and sing this. It got me feeling so marvelous, man. It's so marvelous. I said this beat got me feeling so marvelous, man. It's so marvelous. Yeah, this life, I'm living it marvelous, man. So marvelous. So the flow, you gotta be marvelous. Stand down, you know it's always marvelous. Uh-huh. To proceed upon a day of greatness. Uh-huh. I got some brand new X-Men comics that write through the pages. I was on my way to Soho to some clothes. A brand new streetwear for tonight's photo. Uh-huh. Step into the party looking marvelous. Yeah. New snap hat, key chains, and fresh kicks. Okay. Even the belt and paint accessories legit. Uh-huh. Every 
everybody trying to catch on to the style of your ex, but they'll never get it though. My insight's incredible. The game's in a stronghold, making myself a winner to hope. Before I say your praises, day is just beyond doing what I could have fathomed. I'm turning to Mr. Marvel. Super on the mic, loving his life, just marvelous. Not for hype, the day was right inside your lip. Bugged out and parted, everyone saw me jumping lit up, and I made my bread for all of this. So before they got me feeling so marvelous, man. Thank you so much for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. We're ready to get into our topics for today. Keep your pen and paper out. Listen, you don't want to miss any part of this. This is our midweek business section, and we're talking about personal as well as professional business, how to say no when you need to, how to overcome obstacles, how to figure out what motivates you to go after money. And, of course, we're going to throw in a throw in a throw. <laughs> We're going to throw in a dose of forgiveness. In the meantime, I want you to just give me five, and if you're giving me five, I want you to tell a friend to give me five, and I want you to tell a friend to tell a friend to give me five, just five minutes of your time to tune in to This Needs to Be Said. We understand you don't have two hours just to sit back and relax and enjoy us every single day, but we'd like for you to give us five minutes and grab a dose of what we have to offer here in our wonderful programming. So, Thank you for giving us five in advance. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to give us five minutes of their time as they listen to the elephants in the room. We want to help you find your truth. And the best way we can do that is having you tune in to us each weekday so that you can learn a new perspective on life. Listen, we don't want you to think the way that we do. We just want to introduce some things to you that makes you go, hmm, I never looked at it that way. When you look at it that way, then I know that I've done my job. Listen, Daily Dose of Weird News is coming up in just a moment. Don't go away, all right? I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. Movember is here. During November each year, the Movember campaign is responsible for the sprouting of mustaches on thousands of men's faces. With their Mo's, the men raise awareness and funds for men's health issues specifically prostate and testicular cancer initiatives. Plus, having facial hair makes it a lot easier to hide food from the Thanksgiving table right on your face so you can have it later on when you get the munchies. Accused drug dealer Barnabas Davis apparently hoped to stand out from his competition by capitalizing on global paranoia. When police in Toms River, New Jersey arrested Davis this week, they allegedly discovered 633 wax folds of heroin as well as trademark stamps that marked the packets with the brand name Ebola. The Ebola-branded heroin doesn't actually contain the deadly virus. It's just a way for customers to ask for a specific type of protein. Yeah, and, and uh, while you're in the back, yeah, do you have any bird flu brand meth? We're specifically looking for the H1N1. The more parents watch violent or sexual content, the more likely they are to allow their children to watch risque content at a younger age. 
Researchers were surprised at how quickly parents became desensitized to violence and sex after watching only a few scenes from PG-13 and R-rated films. On the flip side, watching Sesame Street videos five hours a day makes parents want to lash out violently. Only a couple of families have taken advantage of a new service available at a Saginaw funeral home, drive-through viewings. Paradise Funeral Chapel recently started offering the option, which allows mourners to pay their last respects on the go. It was designed in part to cater to those with physical limitations. The funeral home's president, Ivan Phillips, says he expects more customers to opt for the drive-through once they learn that it's not a gimmick and that it's safe to use. The only awkward part, though, is when you have to talk into the clown's mouth as you drive in to tell them which corpse you're there to view. A report commissioned by the University of North Carolina says school academic advisors steered athletes into no-show and sham classes over an 18-year period in order for them to remain eligible to play their respective sports. Well, yeah, they did this for the football and basketball players. Now, the lacrosse team, on the other hand, well, they were on their own. One is a building with bars. The other is a building with a bar. A very drunk woman apparently had trouble telling those two apart and ended up in a southwestern Michigan jail cell. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Department says Deputy Robert Mearsma spotted the 39-year-old Hartford-area woman backing into the jail parking lot in Paw Paw about 2 a.m. and noticed she smelled of alcohol and appeared intoxicated. The woman apparently mistook the Van Buren County Jail for the bar where she was trying to pick up her boyfriend. Good news, however, if you're looking to pick up a boyfriend, there are plenty to choose from in the Van Buren County lockup. The San Francisco tour guide went a little crazy her last day on the job. She reportedly opened a beer and went on an angry, racist rant through the streets of Chinatown. A German tourist recorded video of the woman's tirade, which took place atop a double-decker tour bus. She ranted about how much she hates the sprawling ethnic neighborhood. The clip ends with her screaming, Blank Chinatown and Go Giants! Well, it certainly wasn't a dull tour. Police say they have flushed out a man accused of stealing the handles and pipes of toilets in parks and restaurant restrooms around a Florida city. St. Petersburg, Florida say they arrested a 28-year-old homeless man. He's accused of stealing the plumbing from Cracker Barrel, Burger King, Bob Evans, and other restaurants. Police say Brian Rinda caused about $1,000 in damage and treated the brass valve and piping at a county recycling center. In all fairness, though, he did spend that money at Cracker Barrel, Burger King, and Bob Evans. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm Darren Marlar. Get more weird news anytime, anywhere with the new Daily Dose of Weird News app. You can download it for free for iPhone, Android, and Amazon. Go to DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. You can download it now.
that's helping women feel just a little more like they've got it together. It's called MILF 101. That's M-Y-L-F. Make your life fabulous. The author, Sophie Venable, is a psychologist, life coach, and mom who teaches you in one quick read how to carve out time for yourself and give your life more balance. Readers are calling it sincere, soulful, and witty laugh-out-loud direct approach to making your life happy and meaningful. Available now on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. MYLF 101. Are you living the one life? What is the one life? When you become a Wake Up Now preferred customer, you instantly gain access to everything to make your life wonderful nutrition and energy products, discount shopping, premium vacations at wholesale pricing personal financial software, identity theft protection, free deals, restaurant coupons, exclusive offers for car rentals, hotels, and more. Plus, when you refer others, you even make money with no sign-up fees. Wake up now and start living the one life. Visit www.djohnston.wakeupnow.com. Have you heard the latest buzz? Would you like to be taught by the greatest marketers in the world how to build your business? Introducing the Legends Network, an online audio magazine. We offer a compilation of personal interviews of the greatest marketers in the world. New interviews are added monthly. 
This audio magazine is fully global and will give you the knowledge you need to be on top. Share this amazing opportunity and start making unbelievable compensations now. Go to www.yesmyhb.com. Six young adults on Earth, scattered over three continents, do not know that they are part of a prophecy that has predestined them to be warriors on a faraway planet called Beyond. Join these six warriors as they stretch their limits, unveil their superpowers, and face dangers none of them anticipated. Pre-order your book today at www.warriorsfrombeyond.com. Imagine having a smooth, even skin tone and a glowing complexion. Would you like your age spots, fine lines, wrinkles, and blemishes to fade effortlessly? Hyaluronic Acid Serum is natural nutrition for your skin, and this gentle moisturizer contains vitamins A, C, D, E, is alcohol and paraben-free, and 100% guaranteed. Come visit us during our huge sale to get your Hyaluronic Acid Serum, Organic Eye Serum, and Anti-Aging Moisturizer Cream at www.bit.ly forward slash Skin Care Deal. For an additional 20% off, enter code DEANA20, D-E-A-N-N-A-2-0 at checkout. There's Superwoman, Ray Jenkins of Money Authentically here. And today, I wanted to talk to you about money motivation. Mm-hmm. What motivates you where money is concerned? Because we do know that you have to have money. That's just a given. Money answers all things. It's not the answer to all things, but it does answer all things. So when the bill collectors come, money answers that. <laughs> when the um, when the light bill is due, money answers that. <laughs> when your car needs some repairs, money answers that. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, money is is just a, it, it is a big deal. Like anyone who tells you that money is not important, they're in absolute but reversible denial. This there's some situations that people get involved in that's just I consider irreversible. But money um, denial about money, I, I think that that is reversible. And uh, and for a lot of people, a lot of their concepts they they need to be reversed. But anyway, yeah, money definitely ranks up there with oxygen. Absolutely. You need air to live. You need oxygen. You definitely need money. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. Now, what's huge is we get to choose. That's what money authentically is about, Uh, uh, being in a relationship with money authentically, framing your world authentically and so you get to dictate the whole money thing for yourself but you've got to know your motivation to do that and I just want to give you an example today I had a conversation with a young lady now with money authentically what I do is I work with super women not limited to super women but women are my passion mothers they're my passion women leaders because just 
I can't work with just every woman. I I, I cannot. <laughs> no, I, I don't got the grace to just talk to every single woman on uh, a certain type of women that don't like me too much. <laughs> and I'm really okay with that. But <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I work with these people, women. I, I you know, they're frustrated. They're stressed about their current money results their you know their current money situation and i take them from confusion to clarity and and then beyond to closure so that they and i do that by helping them to identify and overcome the root of their money problem so in one of my coaching sessions this morning and i'm using my quotation fingers because i just really did not want to get into the whole coaching culture or you know get on that bandwagon but here's the truth wherever i go there i am <laughs> wherever you go ray there you are and i'm i'm in it, it's just effortless it's just it's it's in my dna it's in my dna it's, it's just something that i do and so you know they talk about you loving what you do so much that you do it for free but you do it so well that people would pay you for it? <laughs> well, guess what, Superwoman? Yes, I am going to start coaching, but that is not what this is about. I had a coaching session this morning, okay? And um, in this conversation, we had to, one of the, the roots of one of the issues that was, you know, an underlying issue that was preventing her from her money flow was, her motivation, not knowing what her motivation for money is. And so we addressed that. And what we came to understand about her is that she is not money motivated. And so when people would talk to her about opportunities that would help her to make money, it was like it was more enticing than anything because it's not what drew her in it's not what attracted her what attracted her to the opportunity was the fact that she would be able to help people she would be able to bring people solutions she would be able to um help people and that is what she does and she does it so well, helping people understand their path, get on their path, helping them to, um, you know, giving them solutions. You know, she's an exhorter. That's that's what she is. And that's what she does. And she again, she does it so well. So herein lies the problem. When she, she was surrounded by people who introduced her to an opportunity to make some additional income because she did need the money. She needed the income. Now, the group of people who introduced her were money motivated. So their language, their lingo, it was all demotivating for her. It absolutely paralyzed her. She could not relate to that. She couldn't get take action and get in motion when money was the goal. Now, when a person is the goal, Helping a person is the goal. She takes action like that. She is on it before you even ask her because that is who she is. That's what motivates her, helping 
people. So I say that to you to say this. You've got to know what your motivation is because you need that language. You need that um you need to hear that type of verbiage to keep you active. If you're surrounded by um, lingo and, 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 and people talking about things that don't motivate you, things that don't inspire you to get into action, to take action, then you won't produce the money. And so it's not that the opportunity isn't good or that the opportunity wasn't the right choice for you. You were stuck because you weren't clear on your motivation. So how, what's the layman terms for that? Okay, let's say she needed $500 this month, an extra $500. Well, the business lingo would be, oh, you need $500. Oh, you only got to go out and get you five customers, okay? And so now she's trying to go out and five, find five people so she can get $500, is that the wrong thing to do? Absolutely not. But it's the wrong motivation for her. Now, if she just slightly tweaked that and said, okay, I need $500, so I've got to find five people that I can help. Totally different. Totally different. If she's thinking on how to get money, she's going to be paralyzed. But if she's thinking on how can I help someone, then she'll come across people that she can help. I hope you get that, Superwoman. So there it is. You've got to know what your motivation is. And once you're clear on that, then that will help you to get some money flowing. It'll break up that blockage, whatever, you know, some of the things that's causing that money to stop flowing to you or preventing it from flowing altogether. Now, that wasn't the only issue that we were able to uncover, but that was huge. And I really wanted to um, make a, a quick video, even though it's not really quick. But I had to get that point across, okay? <laughs> so be patient with me. I know that this is longer than usual, but be patient and know that it's only long because I care. I hope it wasn't because I was long-winded. If you think I'm long-winded, then you need to say that. Say, Ray, you're a little long-winded. And you're a little bit repetitious, and all you had to say was blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you can say that to me, okay, so that I'm not annoying you guys with these videos, but that I'm helping you with these videos. So, again, Superwoman, know your motivation and make your money. All right, Ray Jenkins of Money Authentically checking out here. Bye, Superwoman. Calling all dreamers. Dreamer, come and get it. You ready? Come and get it. You want it? Come and get it right here. Come and get it for real. Just come and get it. Takes work, but you can get it. Takes time, but you can get it. Stop talking. Come and get it. Keep pushing, and you will get it. You're hoping at Great things when you dream Watching others make it happen easily it seems But you don't see behind the scenes It's called the real deal You gotta make it happen Now that's keeping it real 
9 to 14 years old. Learn business with ymbagroup.com. YMBA Workbooks are the first to offer one-of-a-kind business workbooks as students practice math, reading, and comprehension. YMBA Workbooks are a must-do for students in grades 4 through 8. Hands-on practice of real-life skills, perfect for road trips, group projects, or a summer bridge workbook. Why wait? Learn today. ymbagroup.com. We live in scary times, and the future is uncertain. We all worry about tomorrow, but there is a positive future. I want to tell you about Horoscope21.com. That's the number 21. At Horoscope21.com, the psychics and astrologers focus on the positive, boosting people with energy and spreading wise thoughts. We're surrounded by so much gloom and doom. These affirmative readings spark hope. Horoscope21.com. There's a new little book on the market that's helping women feel just a little more like they've got it together. It's called MILF 101. That's M-Y-L-F. Make your life fabulous. The author, Sophie Venable, is a psychologist, life coach, and mom who teaches you in one quick read how to carve out time for yourself and give your life more balance. Readers are calling it sincere, soulful, and witty laugh-out-loud direct approach to making your life happy and meaningful. Available now on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. MYLF 101. 
We all carry our smartphones with us wherever we go. But did you know that your smartphone could help you in an emergency? Well, now it can with an app created by Help Me Now LLC. This amazing app can automatically call for help when you need it. Now you and your loved ones will be protected in nearly any emergency situation. HMN is excited to offer registration for their Guardian Advance program. They have a limited number of advanced test slots for each mobile operating system. So if you're interested, you need to hurry and register today to reserve your place and take advantage of all the benefits of advanced program membership. Benefits include product discounts after lunch, profit sharing, bonuses for referrals, and more. Visit now hmnmobile.com forward slash advance. Hello, I'm Vincent K. Harris, and you are watching Vince on Business, the place where we take ideas to execution. And today, of course, is Your Problem, My Solution Wednesday. Today, we're going to dive into how to say no as a business owner without sounding rude. I have a lot of conversations with my clients, and the recurring theme is that they say yes to a lot of partnerships and new business ideas and eventually become overwhelmed only because they're not properly analyzing whether the deal is right for them or not. So here are three tips you can use to say no more often than you say yes. If you don't know how to say no, it all starts in the face. The first thing is learning how to say no to others. So as you become more successful as a business owner, naturally more people are drawn to you and want you to be a part of their projects as well as their business ventures. However, you have to learn to become judicious and selective with your opportunities. So when people approach you with a potential business venture, have them to send a formal request via email. Now, email allows you to review the proposal away from social pressure. In addition to that, now you're in a common environment. You can now make an informed decision. Remember, you cannot make right decisions with wrong information. Now, the second thing is learning how to say no to guess who? Yourself. Now, I know as an entrepreneur, you have a lot of ideas, ambitions, and things you want to implement in your business. However, no, no, no. We must learn how to say no to ourselves so that we can focus on the things that are necessary to grow the business properly. Create what I call a perhaps list. Now, a perhaps list is a list of things that you put down on a monthly basis, that you review on a monthly basis so that you can say, hey, I feel like this is best to implement here, or this idea or this strategy can be best utilized in this particular way. In other words, you're very, very specific on what it is that you're implementing within your business. No, stop playing. No, hey, but no, in Spanish, no. The third thing is, before making any major purchases or involving yourself into any new business ventures, ask yourself this one simple question. If I spend this money, will it enhance my cash flow, fulfill my purpose, as well as leave a legacy for three generations from now? Say that again. (coughs) No. If the answer is yes, then proceed and use the necessary resources to make it happen. If the answer is no, walk away and wait on the next opportunity. You should have said no. You should have gone home. You should have thought twice for your... 
So for each of you who are dealing with how to say no as a business owner, that is my solution to your problem. But now I want to hear from you. As a business owner, how do you say no? Comment below and let us know some of your strategies you use to implement on a daily basis. Did this video solve your problem? If so, subscribe to my channel and share it with your friends, your family, as well as your colleagues. And of course, head on over to VinceOnBusiness.com for more insight and resources. And remember, you are two people, the person you are currently and the person you are destined to become. And the goal in life is to get those two people to meet because it's never too late to become what you should have been. Thanks for watching. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's see if I can match what I did. Huh? In my own candy store In
So much. I hope you are enjoying this needs to be said radio. Hope you've joined our text club by texting at TNTVS to the number eight ten ten. If you don't have the phone app, you better get the phone app. Go out to this needs to be said dot com. Get the free phone app. See how we care so much about you. We have all this free stuff to keep you connected to this needs to be said. Join the TNTVS talk show fan page as well. We are everywhere. We're talking about things on that page. We're helping you settle arguments, whether it's about Thanksgiving, holidays, do you like Santa Claus, or how the favorite has been anything to do with relationships. However, uh, (laughs) we want to keep it interesting for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for giving us five minutes of your time on today, and thank you for telling your friends to do the same. It has helped us a whole lot, and we hope that we're giving you information you can use. Did you get out and vote on yesterday? If you are in the United States, you should have been somewhere at an election booth if you didn't go vote early. You should have been somewhere at a at a voting booth, excuse me, uh, to vote on yesterday. And I hope that the person that you felt was the best candidate got into office. We're going to cover a lot more of this on Monday with Valerie Sun, but I just want to know, did you go out and let your voice be heard on yesterday. What I realized is that the lines were extremely long. When In years past, when I've gone to my precinct, it, it's been in and out, in and out. And that's nice being in and out. You're going in real quick, voting and getting on your way. However, the inconvenience of more, more voices being heard on yesterday um, was the thing or the theme on yesterday. People had to wait an hour or better. Yes, we had a week of early voting, but people were not expecting others to show up for the polls, and they did. So I was extremely excited about that. Did not necessarily want to wait. I wanted to be in and out, but when I looked around and I asked a question or two of the people that were managing the polls, what was different about this time? And they said people who had not come out during a primary election before were out getting their voice heard. I hope you took the opportunity on yesterday and got your voice heard. There were some things that I learned on yesterday that you want to be mindful of. If you have college kids and they are going away out of town and they are registering to vote in the city where they are going to school, when they return home or they return to the city, maybe not to your house, but when they return home or they move away from the school, make sure that they register where they are. One person on yesterday I learned just figured they would be, you know, back home where their permanent address is and they would be able to vote, and they learned that they couldn't vote on yesterday. And the thing is, 
they took away same-day registration and voting, so this person was not able to have their voice heard. So there are little teeny-weeny things that can get confusing. As a college student, your permanent address is at home with your parents until otherwise stated for financial reasons, but there are so many different things, even like health insurance. You can keep your kids on your health insurance if they're in college. If they're not, they have to come off. You're responsible for your kids up until... 18 in some instances, and other instances you're responsible for your kids up to 24. So there's so many confusing things, and I can see how that could have been an oversight. So if you have college kids, when they get out of school or they move away from that school, make sure they're registered in the city that they now live. That was one of the things that really broke my heart on yesterday. However, that's one of the, th- one of the things we want to pay attention to during any election, all right? We won't have one again for two years, which will be the presidential election, but make sure you have these conversations with your kids. And if you, there was another instance, if you are moving from city to city because you are working or you, you move often for whatever reason, make sure you're registered in your city. And if you're not sure that you're going to be registered in time, don't wait to the day of and hope that they can work it out for you. They may or may not be able to do a provisional uh, vote or yeah, vote voting situation for you. So go ahead and do an absentee ballot. That's one of the things you want to also look into. It's so easy to let something fall in between the cracks. So if you are someone who's moved recently, whether it's 30 days or more, ask. Ask someone before the actual election day comes up because you don't want to get there on the actual day and not be able to vote, okay? Well, that's my two cents on that. I hope you got out to vote and hope you supported someone. hope you drove someone to the polls. I know I had um, one friend who was driving relatives around to the polls on yesterday, and that wasn't necessarily their job, but that's what they did, and they were helping others to get their voice heard. So there's so many opportunities to support others getting their voice heard, have your voice heard. It is your right. Okay, we're going to get into five minutes of forgiveness with Sharissa Robertson in just a moment. And then we're going to hear from Rhonda Nails. She is one of the co-authors of the Organized Obstacles Anthology. We've been hearing from contributors for the past couple of months, and we get the opportunity to hear from another contributor of the Organized Obstacles book. All right, we'll be right back after this short break, and the next time, next voice you'll hear will be of Sharissa Robertson. She's going to help us recognize the things that do not need to be revived. Let me say that again. She's going to help us recognize the things that do not need to be revived in five minutes of forgiveness or less. There will never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. That a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing. They stop wanting anything. They, They become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like. Jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. 
When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs and they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is, what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day. Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. that the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself.
There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a thing that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for, to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams. Yes to your unfolding future. Yes to your potential. As opposed to saying no. When you die, die on east. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 hello. I got my music back. Yay. I don't know what I did, but I had lost my music for a couple episodes. Uh, I'm Sharisa Robertson. This is the Forgiveness Heals Blog Talk radio show, and this is the five minutes or less of forgiveness segment. I'm happy to be here today. Um, today's topic, uh, pretty short and simple. Just going to debunk a myth really quick. Um, and I had this question that I just that always bothers me. And it's why do people keep returning to the source of their demise? And that's the topic of this show. That some things just do not need to be revived. You just forgive and move on. And <clears throat> I think the answer to that question is um, is that people are hoping, and you're hoping, who's ever hoping for a resurrection of the situation that they're in. The resurrection of you will only happen after the separation from them or both, depending on what your situation is and what whatever it is that you're dealing with. But some things do not need to be revised, especially when it's killing you. You have to learn how to let go, forgive, and embrace the new. We tend to try to stay somewhere where, it's no longer needed for us to stay, especially if it's killing us, especially if the situation is dead. Move on. Stop holding on to something that does not no longer serve you a purpose. And especially when we forgive or trying to forgive, we think that means we have to go, have to stay. Sorry. But, no, sometimes forgiveness means letting go of the pain but holding on to the person, and sometimes forgiveness is letting go of the pain and letting go of the person and for sure, most times if it's an it, like a, 
some type of bad habit, something that's debilitating to you, um, some type of addiction, anything that causes you pain, you're going to forgive yourself and forgive whatever comes along with that, and you're going to let go of that too. Um, But the common denominator is always the same, forgiveness and letting go of the pain. And what you do with that person is totally up to you, and what you do with that it, nine times out of ten, it needs to go out the door as well. But use wisdom and discernment on the situation to make the right decision that works for you. But sometimes people may say, hey, you should let that person go, but you know in your heart you, you know, you, you're supposed to stay. But sometimes you're trying to stay, but your heart and mind and body and intellect and people are telling you you need to go. And you're staying because for whatever reason. So have wisdom and discernment from that situation. Learn from that situation. Do what's best for you. But if the situation is dead, allow it to be dead. Because, again, some things do not need to be revived, especially when it is killing you. You're trying to get a resurrection of the situation, but the resurrection of you will only happen after the separation from them and or it. Yes, I repeat it all over again. Let it go, forgive, and embrace the new. This is Sharisa Robertson. Uh, you're listening to 5 Minutes of Forgiveness on the Forgiveness Heals Blog Talk Radio Show. And, yes, forgiveness does heal. Forgiveness heals. Please believe it. Please allow it. Please let it. Until next time, you can visit my site at www.sharisarobertson.com. S-H-A-R-I-S-A-R-O-B-E-R-T-S-O-N. Check me out. I'm the forgiveness facilitator and founder of Lilies of the Field. And I'm have a lot of stuff that's going to be... Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, Morning, how are you? Find things in you. It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed or celibate, we rise.
Rhonda Nails, a.k.a. The Success Instigator, and I have a special treat for you again today. As you guys know, um, I and my co-creator, Angel Barino, are working on this anthology entitled Organized Obstacles in Underdog Anthology, and it is a series, it's a collection of stories uh, from people who refuse to give up. Um, who refused to be trapped in what society said they should have been or could have been, um, people that beat the odds, people that overcame, people who blazed the trail, incredible people who are just among us that you may have walked past, maybe you maybe you know about them, you read about them, um, but they're just common everyday people who have incredible stories, and we want to highlight the underdog spirit in them. So today we have Kassan Bolton. And he is one of the contributors for Organized Obstacles, and I'm very excited because um, when you read his story, it is just a, a, a story of not just overcoming but triumph. So with uh, no further ado, uh, Kaysan, are you there? Yes, I am. Good evening, Ms. Ronda. How are you doing tonight? I am doing fantastic. Let me just tell you thank you. Uh, for number one, being uh, being a part of this anthology, um, it was it was just kind of birthed out of you know something that we had previously done before, and I wanted to keep that underdog uh, spirit and that theme going. So thank you for being a part, and then also thank you for joining us on the show today. So tell me a little bit about who you are, or tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. Okay, well, I um, I was I was born in Louisiana. I was raised in Compton, California, which is a really rough part of town. Uh, I had very strict parents, so my brother and I didn't get a, a taste of, of the world like traditional children. We didn't like it as children, but after we got, became adults, we, we appreciated it. And um, I left California uh, due to my job relocating to North Carolina. And I'm so thankful because I've met more positive people here in North Carolina. And I moved here back in 2004. In 2008, a 
approximately 11.30 at night. I was on my way to my second job. I was working at the bank during the day and had a second job late at night. And I was driving my car on the 85 uh, highway, transitioning to the 77, and my car stalled. Mm. And when I looked in my rearview mirror, I put my flashers on, and I was one lane from safety because I was in the outside lane. And then I uh, got out of the car trying to get to safety, and as I stood up, a car hit me. Oof. And when he hit me, he pushed my pelvis into the door jam. My right leg snapped three times and the left one snapped once, and I was fully coherent. I wasn't disorientated, but it, they snapped so quick and so loud. And all I cared about at the time was my wallet and my cell phone <laughs> and my then-girlfriend. I had the guy that stopped to help me call her. Wow. Oh. You don't get chills just listening to that. Uh, you know, that isn't, whoo, when you talk about it, snapped three times. Again, I'm hearing the pop in my head of what that sounds like. And I, I, I can't imagine what that, you know, that feeling. And then and you're saying that all you could think about was your cell phone, your wallet, and your girlfriend, your then-girlfriend. Well, you know what, I just got on the phone with her. And then um, what happens, people don't know, if you're coherent, you want to get your personal belongings because a lot of the paramedics in North Carolina, they're known for taking your personal possessions. Wow. And they rob you despite you being busted up, you know. So in the midst of it, you know, I, I, wanted, I would like to meet the two guys who stopped for me. I don't remember what their faces looked like, but I never met the man who hit me, but I had to forgive him. Wow. You know, yeah. uh, my knees ended up in my chest all the way. I remember them taking my vitals on the highway. And after my girlfriend got to the side, then I was ready to go because I was raising so much stink with the, with the paramedics. You know, I'm not, we're not leaving until she get here. <laughs> You know, uh, and then she became my wife. But I was just thankful to the paramedics. I was uh, thankful after I got to the the hospital. When I got to the hospital, I remember the the, uh, the, uh, the ER rep stating, he said, Mr. Bo, we may have to take your leg. I said, okay. By this time, I was really delirious and in shock. So it's like I went to sleep and woke up. And he said, Mr. Bo, we took your leg. And I said, wow. I put my hand down and waved. I said, okay, it's gone. Okay. Oh, wow. You wow. Know, and see, wow. But, uh, but it, the positive side and what I do understand, our creator did not make any mistakes. Mm. Me getting hit on that highway was supposed to happen because it took, me, it took my volunteering to a whole new level. I love people so much, and I learned so much during my recovery. I became a certified peer visitor at wow. the CMC Hospital. I see patients with spinal cord injuries, MS, uh, amputees, male, female, young, or old. And sometimes I get calls before surgery and sometimes after surgery. Mm. I was holding a weekly meeting at the hospital. You know, so I guess people need to hear the story to let them know that despite what man may say we have or what has happened, stroke, heart attack, whatever it may be, MS, whatever it may be, we have to process it, understand it, evaluate it, and know that I'm still above the ground is the positive mm-hmm. side. And yeah. how can I use it for the good, or for the grace of God's work in, in any in any way? Right. So, and, and that's what I've done. You know, my wife, my girlfriend became my wife. She didn't change. You know, she got the the the, the wedding she she desired. Uh, I knew her for many years. We used to be coworkers many years ago before I moved here. And uh, 
So what I what I love I through through networking, I've met wonderful people like you, even though we never physically met face to face, but mm-hmm. on calls and your your image, your infectious smile and also uh Miss <laughs> Angel B, you know, which is encouraging. But just know that being an underdog in this book, part of this, this process in this, this book and, and associating with you guys has really blessed me because I, I still get a little emotional a little bit and choked up, not of, of uh, sadness, but of remembering and reflecting. So I don't celebrate holidays. I don't celebrate my birthday, none of that, and it's not because of religion. I am a non-traditionalist, but I do celebrate life. So every year near the, my, near on the day of my accident, I meditate in a positive way, and I'm constantly feeding myself knowledge about life and, and, and some of the people that I've met and the things and, and so on. And no matter what it is, I don't put my emotion. I can do this life coach thing as well. I don't put my emotions in dealing with uh, people. I process mm-hmm. it, and I give them what it is they need to hear. Um, I, I don't run into a lot of men, but I've, I've run into some couples, but more so of women that are wounded, and I tell people it's my truth, but I share the story because I want them to get something out of what I'm sharing to think about right. their situation in a different way. Right. So with all that being said, and, I'm, I mean, you know, you tell, you know, we I say it's a story, but it, it's such an incredible uh, just you you tell it so like like you're painting. That's that's what it where, where you draw a picture very well. Uh so you know you can actually see and and the journey and the you you tell it so well. Tell me <laughs> articulately as you can what your definition of an underdog is or who that looks like to you. An underdog is a person that's had, that has that has had any life events as I call them whether they lived a life of being very, uh, lived in poverty, or if a woman has gone through physical or mental abuse, or if you've had a physical ailment that has really drugged you emotionally and then overcoming only to, to for the manifestation of the goodness of God for somebody else to benefit from it. An underdog is anything that has taken us to a different place that we were not comfortable with. I love that. Oh, I love that last line, taking us to a different place where we've never been. And and what I love about that is that, you know, I always see an underdog who is someone who's misunderstood, misinterpreted, um, undervalued. Uh, you know, they never see the underdog coming. They never see the underdog coming. But I tell you what, once the, the underdog has revealed their talents, their skills, their abilities, their true self, they, they, they will know when the underdog has left the room. And that is the great, phenomenal thing about an underdog. And it's you know I, I want people to understand that it's not a dirty word. Underdog is a, is a is a great word. It's a it's a great word. You you just you don't want the, all the spotlight on you. So you no. come kind of from underneath, underground, and and they don't see you coming. And I kind of like that aspect. It's it's kind of a surprise, a, a <laughs> surprise tactic. So that's that's wonderfully said. Thank you for that. So, you know. When Angel and I were, you know, selecting contributors and we were going through the stories uh, of these different people, yours obviously stood out. And we 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 love the, the, you know, the fact that you can be transparent because, of, and I'll tell you, while we have a lot of women on the, uh, in this book, you know, we have a, a, just a few men, just a handful of men. I, wanted, I think there are three men. So 
being transparent as a man, I, I know sometimes can be a little difficult. So tell me why you feel like you wanted to be a part of this anthology or this project. Well, one, I wanted to, the others to hear my story and try to imagine themselves not comparing but remembering when they had something in their life. Like mm-hmm. I've met a lot of uh, women who have been molested. Mm-hmm. And two in particular, one uses it as an advantage because she's an author and she's a Christian, and she even did a tour with her uncle who molested her. Oh, wow. So That's heavy. She, she's flipped it. Know that someone's going to be blessed, and she was never embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just one. Then a, another one was using ministry to hide where she was, but I gave her a different way to think about it. And it took her over 10 years, but she finally got some help and is, is, is seeking some counseling. And I, I share with the people that I talk to spiritual counseling is good, but medical counseling covers and reaches another area that spiritual counseling don't hit. And I tell people mm-hmm. it's not a negative against the church or the pastors or people in leadership, but sometimes we have to think outside the box, and it's not disrespecting the church process. Right, right. That's really good because we need all aspects. We need yeah. all aspects. You never know where you're going to, where someone's going to benefit from, whether it's spiritual, emotional, mental. You never know. So we do need all aspects. Thank you for that. Now, you know, Angela and I, we were sitting down, we were creating, you know, the theme of this and what we, how, who we wanted to target. You know, we had a specific audience in mind, but, you know, if you could put the book in someone's hands, who who would that be? I mean, what, what, what audience would you put this book in? Um, you know, whether it be male, female, young, old, who would that, who would that person be or that, that group of people, who would it be? I would target it at anyone at least 18 years and up. Mm-hmm. You know, but one, but I would target those who still had a thought process of moving forward and had a desire. And I would also target those who were struggling, who have never dealt with their issues. So those two uh, elements from all walks of life. And one thing I know about targeting uh, people, everyone is not going to be receptive of a story because they're comfortable in a dark place of hiding. Mm, that's good. Good. That's right. That's why this is important. <laughs> very, very important. Um, what is it that you want people to remember about you? When they finish reading your story and they're in awe of how you've been able to go through this journey, uh, you know, not flawlessly, of course, but, I mean, you know, with this uh, tenacious ability to, to overcome, what is it that they that you want people to remember about you? I want them to remember about me that they too can overcome, and they can use and really get in touch with their gifts uh, to grow and tell someone else. And I I don't know why, but I I, I share the, the information about the book uh, Purpose Driven Life with a lot of people. It's a simple mm-hmm. read by Rick Warren, yeah. and I ask people, Do you know your purpose? And some don't know their purpose. I said. Your purpose is not partying on this earth and just living life of, of, of lavish and, 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 and turmoil. But you've got to know what your purpose is, and you've got to fulfill that or tr- make every attempt to prior to leaving here. Right, right. But I want them to know that you can overcome, but you have to allow yourself to heal. Mm. The 
that's the hard part, isn't it? It's just, it's allowing ourselves to heal because sometimes we're, we'll, you know, especially strong people, we're, you know, people who are always strong all the time, you know, I'm okay, I don't need anything, you know, I, I'm going to do this, but you need to allow yourself, uh, yourself that time to heal, absolutely, and you need to allow yeah. the space to heal because everyone can't go on you on that healing journey. That's something that you have to do by yourself, you and right. God alone. So that that's really good. What what advice would you give someone since you're an advocate of not giving up? What advice would you give someone about you not giving up? I mean, what was the moment that you said I am not going to quit? I'm not going to give in. What would be your advice based on your journey? My advice would be learn to listen to the voice of I, I use the term God sometimes and then I'll reference a higher power, because everybody don't believe in God, but they believe in whatever they call him. Some call him Allah, some call him Buddha, and, and so on, and some believe in the Virgin Mary. So believe in something higher than yourself. Yes. But understand it, process it, and read it. But don't just think about self. Because if you shut yourself down, you spiral down to a bad place. You know, when I speak at some of the colleges here and some, and some corporations, and over at UNC College, I have spoken to the social services class many times and share with them that you want to be able to understand the people that you're interacting with, even if you've never been impoverished in your life. So mm-hmm. to understand where you are with the journey of recovery, buying this book of, of concern with other obstacles and people's best, of, of experiences they had in their life, it could really release you. It's like, Wow. He got his legs broke. This other woman was abused. This guy here mm-hmm. went through this, and this, right. this. So this, the different stories coming from both men and women can, yes. is really going to bless some people. Yes. yes. And I'm praying that, that, it, that it becomes a bestseller, and you know, waiting on the release date and everything, and and, and, yes. and, and doing what you guys got to do. It's just I'm honored. I'm thankful, and I just tell people this: that there's no right. Way to recover. It's your mm. way to recover. That's right. That's that's. You hit the nail on the head with that because people feel like there's 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 just a certain template that you you have to abide by when you're going on this healing journey, and and, and there's not. Uh, everyone is specific. There's a customized healing plan for each individual on this earth, and and I don't think any of them are the same. There are no right. duplicates. So that that is good uh, good advice. Now, Kassan, what are you currently working on, and how can the listeners, how can they connect with you if they want to be a part of your world, be a part of your journey? Tell them what you're working on and how they can connect with you. Well, currently they can find me on Facebook under Kason Bolton, C-A-S-O-N, B-O-L-T-O-N, hyphen uh, the poet. Also, uh, I host a weekly radio show, uh, God Controversy Radio Show, which is very controversial uh, at any given time, we're on midweek at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, area code 347-857-2124. That's 347-857-2124. And I'll be, uh, I may be leaving Facebook after a while and doing some other things, but have a, a blog that I'm going to represent to society. And just also they can email me at Bolton. At hotmail.com, my personal phone number is 704-890-8547. And I encourage them, if you don't, if you haven't made a decision to talk to your priest, your therapist, your pastor, your bishop, or a, a medical therapist, reach out to me, and we can talk over the phone. If you're locally, we can meet in person. 
but get you through the challenges if you are afraid to grow and move. Awesome. Thank you for being an advocate for underdogs, whether it be, you know, physically, mentally. Thank you for that. Thank you for your service because that's what it's about. An entrepreneur is about service. It's not about selling. It's about service. So thank you for your service. And um, make sure that you connect with Kaysan, um at the number that he just listed, and he does have a weekly blog top radio. I'm sure if you Google his name, you'll be able to find that, Kaysan Bolton. Guys, I want to let you know that this book drops, this anthology drops on October the 14th, and you do not, you want to make sure that you get your copy, whether it be digital or print copy, you want to make sure that you get your copy. This is the legacy that I want to leave for generations to come, um, and I don't. I want this to be the first of many. So on October the 14th, you'll want to make sure that you go to OrganizeObstacles.com so you can not only hear Kaysan's story, but my story, Angel's story. There's so many other contributors' stories that you are going to, you're going to be wowed by. You're going to be uplifted and motivated and inspired to do bigger and better things with your life. It's a, it's, it, this book is going to be a life changer, definitely. So that's OrganizedObstacles.com. Kaysan, thank you for joining us on the This Needs to Be Said radio program. Uh, we definitely have to have you back. And um, I'm just looking forward to this project with you and the other contributors. Again, thank you for being on. Catherine, thank you for the platform uh, to share with your listeners my projects and my world. Guys, this is Rhonda Nails, a.k.a. The Success Instigator. Till next time. Good night. All I can say is, whoo, we've had an amazing show today. Go out and tell someone if you love this show and tell them that they should tune in too. Don't be upset that you only heard it once because once we're done and we go off air, it is recorded. So you can always go back and listen to the recorded show. All right? You can listen to any of them. But especially today's show was definitely heavy, um, insightful, we took care of business, didn't we? And if you thought the show sucked because we know bad news travels fast and Jerry Springer has proved that for 25 years he's been, or more than 25 years, he's been the worst, rated the worst television show. So if you're on for 25 years, if you've been rated 25 years the worst, that means you're still on air. So if you thought the show sucked, tell somebody to tune in and say, "Do you? I just want you to hear how terrible this station sounds. Either way, tell them to tune into the show and give us just five minutes of their time. Thank you for five minutes of your time. Thank you for the friend and the friend of a friend that you told to tune in for just five minutes to tune, to find out what we are talking about, what elephants in the room that we are exposing. We've talked about what motivates you in money. We've told, told you how to say no without being rude. We've also let you know that there are some things that just need to be let go, okay, in five minutes or less. And then we wrap Wrapped up with an underdog story. The underdog is not to be overlooked. Until we meet again, have a super day. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. 
bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.